Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into the Peanut Butter Falcon in today's review episode. I can show you the world. Just take a look through my eyes. First and foremost, uh, you might be able to hear this uh, already. If not, you will, but a little sniffly, uh, a little bit of allergies uh, are happening to me right now. So probably going to try to keep this a little short, but got to do it, got to get through it. And uh, I'm excited to talk about the Peanut Butter Falcon. And so hopefully anything too egregious, anything too uh, much, and I will definitely edit that out and, and... or pause something, you know, while I blow my nose or something to that effect, but um, maybe a little sniffly throughout this episode. But today we're going to talk about The Peanut Butter Falcon, which is a new film from Tyler Nilsson and Mike Schwartz, uh, neither of which I've seen a film from before. It stars Shia LaBeouf, Zach Gutsagan, Dakota Johnson, Bruce Dern, John Hawks, John Bernthal, Thomas Hayden Church, and Jermaine Rivers, who... Ignore that last one. Jermaine Rivers plays nurse number one or some silliness like that. Uh, the other the other people, they are real real characters in this movie. Um, and I'll be honest. Like, Shia LaBeouf. Let's, let's start there. I know him from Even Stevens. Uh, you know, I, I remember him in iRobot... Uh, Disturbia, some of the other films he did, you know, when he was in his late teens, early 20s, that, you know, Holes, Holes, Holes was so good, uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, I don't, I don't remember the catalyst, I don't remember what prompted it, but he, he just took this turn, this really interesting turn, where every single decision he made seemed to be at both times correct and incorrect, uh, that kind of began with things like Transformers and the three and a half Transformers movies that he was in. You know, th- that didn't really do well for him. But, and, and, and then, you know, you've got things like Fury back in 2014. But, you know, being in Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I'm sure that seemed like a good idea at the time. And, you know, I'm sure... You go back in time, and he might even make the same decision again. But, you know, in hindsight, not not so great. Then, as, as time goes on, he shows up in uh, things like Fury, like Lawless, uh, Borg versus McEnroe, and um, American Honey back in 2016. And it, it wasn't until American Honey back in 2016 that I really felt like he had a chance to, I don't know, be a, a, a significant actor. Be someone who, whose presence could really be felt. Because he's very, very good in American Honey. And, you know, he's 31, I think. 30, 31 now. Which is, you know, he's certainly, you know, plenty of years left, and, and I think he's got a lot of opportunities to 
really continue to make a name for himself. And I think the Peanut Butter Falcon is one of those opportunities. Uh, it's it's really a movie that I had heard good things about, so I, I wasn't going in very skeptical. But it was definitely something that I thought, okay, you know, clearly he has the, p- the potential with American Honey, and I think he definitely can can pull it off, but I need to see it, you know, I need to see him do it. On the other side of things, you've got Dakota Johnson, who in some ways is in a very similar position. She has definitely been in some good movies. She, uh, to, for regardless of how significant a role she played in them, but she was in Suspiria last year, she was in briefly in The Social Network, Bad Times at the El Royale, uh, but then all the Fifty Shades trilogy is not so great. But I think, like Shia LaBeouf, uh, she shows promise in a bigger splash. Uh, and, and again in Suspiria, but I think a bigger splash really showed that she had the capacity to be a good actor. And it was curious to kind of watch as the years continued after that because that came out the same year as 50 shades of gray and then the two 50 shades sequels came out and uh you know how to be single was not good so it was tough because you know it wasn't until suspiria again where okay now that 50 shades is behind her what what's next you know, what is next for Dakota Johnson? And she does not quite get, she does not get as much to do in the Peanut Butter Falcon as Shia LaBeouf does. Uh, I think she is, her character is fairly underwritten in this movie, but she does show, in my opinion, a lot of good stuff in, in this. She shows that she has some range, she has some potential, she has some, you know, abilities that. Uh, if you've seen any of the Fifty Shades movies, you would never expect. And so, that was exciting. Uh, you know, that was interesting. That was fa- fa- fascinating. And then, beyond those two, you have a great supporting cast of Bruce Dern, Thomas Hayden Church, John Hawks, and John Bernthal, who are all just great in the limited roles that they appear in. Uh, none of them has much bearing on the film, in, in, in a real way and and that's okay I, I don't need them to but when they're there they are on point you know Bruce Dern I think so much better here than he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, Thomas Hayden Church is just awesome in this as a retired wrestling coach slash wrestler and John Hawks I think might be the weakest weakest link you know, he's doesn't get a lot of lines in the movie. He He's just kind of this force. He's this presence rather than a character. And it's inter- it, that's, that's so strange to me because John Hawks is so often, you know, he's this generally a scrawnier guy. He's very caustically witty in a lot of movies, especially when he's playing someone on the, you know, bad side of the story. And here he's very silent. He's very reserved. He is very much kind of like a, I don't know, like a Terminator type of character, 
almost. And I think that that's a very interesting turn for him, and he's able to pull it off. He's able to pull it off. But all of that belies the central lead performance of Zach Gottsagen. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Gottsagen? Sagan? 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 And this guy, this guy makes the movie. I'm going to talk about Zach in uh, in the context of the plot of the film. So, if you haven't seen the trailer, if you don't know anything about the Peanut Butter Falcon, the basic premise, uh, Zach is a, I want to say, 20-something? Uh, I'm not sure. I think, I think he's a 20-something, 20, maybe late teens, uh, guy, kid with Down syndrome. And he lives in... Uh, retirement home. Dakota Johnson is one of the attending uh, social worker type people that works there. Bruce Dern is his roommate. And he wants to get out. He, he does not like living there. He wants to get away. And the place he wants to get to, uh, he watches this VHS tape all the time with Thomas Hayden Church in it, who is the, who's a redneck wrestler uh, who teaches wrestling teaches a wrestling school and so that's that's the goal that is Zach, Zach wants to get there and the first op- one of the opening scenes of the movie is him uh, performing a, a failed attempt to run away from the retirement home and of course there are a lot of you know permutations about him living there and leaving there and, and you know how is he going to take care of himself does he know how to fend for himself and you know live on his own does he need someone like Dakota Johnson to be watching over him every step of the way? And, you know, it's it's exciting to think about him, you know, getting out of this, this retirement home and, and being on his own. But there are a lot of real-world ramifications of that happening. So that is one of the things the movie presents. The other, another, the second thing, secondary storyline, Shia LaBeouf, who is kind of just this aimless fisherman at least at the first in in the in the first part of the movie he doesn't really have a plan he is mixed up with John Hawks who kind of oversees the the crab fishing in the area and you know he ends up getting on the wrong side of John Hawks and has to run run away inevitably the two the two men come across each other, and after a little bit of posturing and and jockeying for position, they end up traveling together uh, in the direction of the wrestling school. So it ends up being kind of a Huck Finn story, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think it bolsters the film. It makes the film very relatable. It makes it very exciting and interesting to watch. You slowly see this very reserved and hardened uh, man, played by Shia LaBeouf, break down as he gets more and more comfortable with Zack, whose name in the movie is also Zack. At the same time, you see Zack, who, for all his his wants and desires, st- as, as nice, and I, I like how the movie does this, as nice as his sort of happy-go-lucky, very optimistic approach is... Uh, he does slowly kind of come to terms with, okay, there's there's more to this, you know. I can't just be a wrestler, you know. He has to train for it. And so there's some training that happens in the movie. 
you know, he has to accept that some things are just a little different than how he thought they were, and, and some situations aren't as easy as he wants them to be. And I think through Shia's character of, of Tyler, he comes to understand this slowly but surely. Meanwhile, uh, as he gets as he escapes, you know Dakota Johnson is tasked with tracking him down. And I think the progression of these characters and where they slowly end up as their relationships expand and, and change, I think a lesser movie would hit a lot more tropes, hit a lot more you know beats that you're very familiar with, like these are two guys who, you know, become great friends, and then something happens, and they, you know, there's like this deceit underneath them the whole time, and, and it tears them apart, and they have to find their way back together again, and I've seen that a million times, we've seen that a million times, and this doesn't really follow the same formula, and I like that, I like that a lot, you know, there's no, you know, two guys, it's not like, oh man, you know, he just slept with the girl that I've wanted for the last 10 years of my life, and now we can't be friends anymore, or... You know, you said something that revealed that you really think this thing about me, and I've told you that that's the thing I hate when people say it about me. You know, none of that, none of that, none of that. It's it's a really natural progression. There's no uh, sharp turns in the trajectory. It's a very smooth progression. Uh, not that it's always positive, but it's always smooth, and I, I really like that. And Zach, man, uh, this guy, newcomer, he's got... This is the second film credit he has on Letterboxd. The first is from 2015 called Becoming Bulletproof, uh, which is, you know, 59 people have logged in on Letterboxd. It's not a very recognizable or well-known film. But this is this is the big one. This is the only one he's, this is the one that, uh, you know, he'll be known for for a while. And I he, he absolutely ought to. You know, the pairing of Zach and, and Tyler in this is really charming really sweet they have a great time and you just you root for them you can't help but root for them and i i really fell in love with these characters i really fell in love with the dynamic between the two of them shia labeouf is exceptional in this i really think he deserves consideration uh for for his performance i think he does such a wonderful job shifting from you know being this sort of outcast silent on the run person to opening up and uh, getting to I don't know it's it's not even opening up type in the, in the more conventional sense you know I think more often a character like this is someone who wouldn't talk under any circumstance because talking just kind of leads to people figuring more out about more about you out and there's a scene very early on where he's already established that he's not, doesn't want to spend a lot of time talking to Zach. He doesn't want to get, you know, have a conversation with him. They just, you know, just shut up. It's a very Shrek and Donkey. He just shut up. We're just going to this place. And when we get there, we get there. And that's it. Except right after one of these exchanges, Shia goes off to, to purchase food and whatnot. And he gets into this lengthy conversation with the people in the, in the store. And he, he just, he, he 
really transforms in that one scene. You know, first it's just him trying to, you know, figure out what, how much can I afford to pay for at this point. But then all of a sudden the scene shifts and now he's this sort of charming, but also uh, trying to avoid, you know, giving anything away. And he's very talkative, over talkative even uh, in this situation. And it's, it's a really interesting contrast between the character we'd seen up until that point and the one we were seeing there. And when he returns to Zack and, and joins him again and they, you know, have another conversation, it's very different and things have definitely changed. And it's curious to think about whether or not that was, you know, how how deeply that side of, of Tyler was buried and, and whether or not he made a conscious decision to you know, put himself out on that limb in the store, or if just, I don't know, maybe something in Zach may have rubbed off on him, and he, he really, you know, he might have taken, you know, Zach constantly saying stuff, constantly asking questions, and that kind of annoyed him, he was, you know, didn't, didn't enjoy that, and so he used that same technique against one of the people in the store, uh, which I'm not trying to kind of talk around, so I'm not giving things away, but he re- uses that same technique and ultimately le- leans into uh, being more talkative, and it kind of works. It, it, you know, kind of avoids the topic that was being discussed and, and pushes, geez, pushes the person away, pushes that person out of uh, his his path. I don't know. I, I just I, I really found these these characters fascinating, uh, and and there's there's an entire third fourth I don't know you know the act structure. I was gonna I'm gonna say fourth. There's an entire fourth act of the film that really it's really bizarre uh, when you take it into context of the rest of the movie. I don't know how to, I'm not not sure if there's much I can say about it without giving anything away, but there are a couple of moments in the very last, you know, five to ten minutes that really push the boundaries of what the film has established. Uh, The first is something that Zach does. Uh, He... He really struggles uh, to to make his dream come true of like reaching this wrestling school and and hopefully you know he wants to be a wrestler in some capacity and the movie tries to figure out a way to make this all work and I think what ends up happening is re- it's funny I laughed when I was watching it and the movie juxtaposes it against this not funny thing that I was very much uh, surprised by because you know Shia has this uh, growing feud slash uh, antagonism from the John Hawks character throughout the film and it always seems to resolve itself in the same way for the most part and then at the end juxtaposed against you know the culmination of Zack's narrative, it is resolved quite significantly in in a very, very disturbing method that I 
was kind of aghast by, but also really liked. I really liked the decision that the film made to do it, do things this way. And I think the choices were not safe. And I applaud them for that. I, I, you know, I think there's so many opportunities this movie could have taken to take the easy way out, take the safe way out and, and follow the tropes and the formulas. And I think often it chose to ignore those. And that is great. Uh, you know, that is a good thing. That is a, a positive, positive, positive thing for a movie to do, especially now, you know, hundreds of thousands of millions of movies later, uh, you know, needs to happen. So Peanut Butter Falcon is, it's a worthy, worthy film. And I think if you have a chance to see it, I really encourage you to do so. It is a lot of, it is a good movie, features a great Shia LaBeouf performance, a great Zach Gottsagen performance, and a really strong supporting cast. So, Peanut Butter Falcon. Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, that's it, though. Um, to kind of wrap this up, I'm I'm in the process of entering all these, a lot of movies that I've seen into the, into my spreadsheet that I'm, I'm behind on, and Monday is generally the catch-up day for doing that kind of thing. Uh, so I'm not quite up to uh, The Peanut Butter Falcon yet. I'm currently eyeing an 80s, number in the low 80s, I think. Uh, so we'll see what that, if that, I think that's where we're going to end up, and, and we'll see exactly what I pinpoint when I get there. But Peanut Butter Falcon, great movie, a lot of fun, I really enjoyed it. Uh, fantastic ensemble and uh, check it out if you can thank you for listening to today's episode it does mean a lot if you'd like to find more episodes you can find them at circleoffilm.com along with some other stuff Circle of Film Award nominations and uh, top 10 lists you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher most places where podcasts can be found you can write into the show gmail at circleoffilm.com or that's absolutely incorrect uh, circleoffilm at gmail.com Find me on Twitter at Circle of Film or Letterboxd at Circle of Film. Happy to hear your thoughts on the Peanut Butter Falcon and anything else you'd like to share. And you can support the show. Like it, rate it, review it, subscribe it, or subscribe to it, uh, or become a patron at patreon.com slash circle of film. For as little as eight cents an episode, you can get access to uh, get early access to all episodes that are recorded early enough to warrant early release. Thank you for listening, and as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be saying goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be saying adieu. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. So long, farewell, oh, what I'll be to say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.